The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. I'm very excited to be kicking off a new series. This series is titled This One Goes to The... And this series is all about having our wonderful MCW students come on and share their experiences over the past academic year in hopes that it'll serve as a place for advice and guidance for those students who are about to enter that year. Um, and so in this, our first episode of this series, we have Katie Bush. Katie is a student in the School of Pharmacy and currently finishing up her PY1 year. She's originally from Illinois, but completed her undergraduate degree at Northwest Missouri State University. She's a runner, a vegetarian, and a huge Cubs fan. And being a Brewers fan, I will not hold that against her. Um, I'm so appreciative that Katie is our first guest for this one goes to the PY1s. Thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoy. Be well. Okay, thank you so much, Katie, for being here on the Well, Well, Well podcast. I'm excited to have you to talk about this PY one year and what your experience was all about. Uh, we always get started with the same introduction or icebreaker question. What's one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Sure. So with the weather getting nice again, I'm starting to find myself getting back into running I ran competitively for years and especially in undergrad. So I just kind of got used to having like the team aspect and never having to run alone. Uh, I did take a break during the winter simply because it's shockingly, it's hard to find somebody or convince someone to go on a run with you when it's 10 degrees outside. Sure. But I definitely do notice I feel different when I'm not running. So it's been nice with the weather getting nice again to be able to go outside and do something I've enjoyed doing for most of my life. Oh, good for you. Tell me more about the competitive. Were you in track and field? What races did you run or what race did you run? Yeah, so I did track and cross country in my undergrad program at Northwest Missouri State University. Um, so with that, I obviously did more of the long distance races, pretty much anything from the mile up. I had a big emphasis on the 5k and 10k and steeplechase. Wow, very cool. Good for you. That's so admirable. I think running running is something that I've tried to get into. <laughs> um, and I ran track in high school, so what feels like a million years ago, and I was an 800 meter. Um, Good for you. That's runner. The, I think the hardest race. So yeah, That's what I hear. Yeah. But I was like third string or something, right? I wasn't the, <laughs> the, the fastest one by any stretch of the imagination. But I do hear, yeah, that it's one of the more challenging races. Um. But it's just not something I've ever been able to consistently stick with. I have bouts of, you know, months at a time where I'll get into running. I think it can be really like therapeutic and kind of zen, but um, I've just never been very consistent with it. So good for you. Kudos. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So Katie's here to share with us what pharmacy school, the, the first year specifically has been all about from her perspective, of course. So surprises, wins, struggles. So kind of just starting off, Katie, what surprised you most about that PY one year? I think what surprised me most is the expectation I had coming into the program. I was expecting the environment to be like this super cutthroat and competitive environment. And I was kind of anxious, not knowing how I was going to stack up against 
my peers and the rest of the cohort. But I was surprised because after our cohort got to know each other, it was amazing how quickly any like initial fronts we had that were put on or opinions we had of each other disappeared. And instead of having that aggressive classroom environment and people constantly trying to impress each other or the professors, there was kind of a general theme that emerged between the cohort. And there was definitely in the first few months of classes, a powerful feeling of we're all in this together. And it was definitely a common theme, even amongst faculty or staff that we've been able to work with. It was surprising that literally everyone is rooting for you in this program and people are willing to go above and beyond to see you succeed. And that was just something that going into the program, I was not expecting. So it's been a huge relief knowing that you have such a strong support system. I love that. Like such a sense of community. Right. Um, How many, how many students are in your cohort? Right now we have 34. So it's kind of on the smaller scale, but it's nice because I feel like when we go to class, professors know you by name or looking around the classroom, they know if you're there or not. And there's just definitely that interpersonal connection you have and you've been able to make because you do know everybody by a first name basis. Right. Yeah. I think that's 34. That sounds amazing. I'm just thinking, you know, you're here for the education and you're certainly getting that. But I think also on a level of like who you are as an individual, you know, that you're recognized in in that smaller cohort, you can be recognized so much as an individual, like you said, and that it's not, it doesn't feel sort of as general or generic Exactly. You know, it's it doesn't a bigger feel program. like you're just another student here. Like you do have a name and people notice when you're not there. So it's definitely a good feeling knowing that your presence is acknowledged. Right. Oh, I love that. Is there anything that you wish you would have known before starting PY1? Um, I guess how big networking is. So something that they drilled into our heads the first couple of sessions was pharmacy is a small world. Pharmacy is a small world. Everybody knows everybody. And I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. I'm sure they do, you know. But I wish I would have known how truly important networking is in the world of pharmacy. It seems that every pharmacist that I've worked with or I've been on rotation with as a preceptor knows somebody else that I've worked with or I've rotated with or a current faculty member. Like at work, they're like, oh, yeah, I graduated with one of your faculty members. I am still talk to them. We're still friends. So I just wish I had known or like advice that was given to me was join organizations early on or get involved within the profession because you never know how these connections might help you land your first pharmacy job or even put in a good word for you down the road. Yeah. And how, from your perspective, how has that networking looked? Like how, how are these professionals and students connecting with one another? How have you been connecting with others now that you know that it's so important? When I go on rotation or if I go to work, I currently work at Meyer Pharmacy. Um, So if I meet new floater pharmacists or meet new pharmacists while on rotation, I kind of ask them about themselves and gauge where they went to school, if they're from the area, if they know anybody at MCW, and kind of build a conversation based off that, trying to see who do we know, like who do we know that we both know who do we have in common, I guess. 
Right. Finding that common ground. Yeah. Very cool. Any kind of connection that might exist there could be really powerful. Exactly. Because you never know. I mean, we hear stories all the time about somebody had a preceptor their first session who ended up writing them a letter of recommendation later down the road because they knew the pharmacist at the job they were applying for. So it's even just small connections that you might think aren't important really, really are. Totally. And what would you say has been your biggest win this past academic year? Uh, my biggest win, well, I don't want to jinx it, but finishing year one, I think they're... <laughs> I, I think, think you're def- safe. You're safe. <laughs> yeah, it's home stretch. So um, I think there are definitely moments in every session where kind of like the workload on top of life seemed near impossible, especially if you are in organizations or you do have a job outside of school. It just seemed like, how am I going to get all of this done? So I think making it through each session alone is a big achievement in itself. So nearly being done with the first didactic year feels really refreshing, especially to think how far, not only myself, but how far the rest of the cohort has come to. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is such a huge accomplishment. I think too, for some of our listeners who may not know, the pharmacy program is accelerated, right? So I mean, you are cruising through content that first year. I'm sure it was very overwhelming at times. It was. It Yeah, it just seems like it was go, go, go all the time. So it was definitely some of those weeks. It was like, how how do they expect us to get all of this done? So it's been a good feeling, especially even on a week by week basis, being like, well, that week's done. It's so amazing, too, I think, like the experience as a human looking back at something that in the moment felt so impossible. And then somehow you're on the other side of it. Right. (laughs) It's sort of like reflecting on how did I do that? Right. I think we're so much more resilient oftentimes, you know, that we give ourselves credit for. It's pretty impressive. Oh, absolutely. And then on the other side of that coin, what was your biggest challenge or biggest struggle in the PY one year? I think my biggest struggle was finding a study habit that worked for me. So when school first started, I came in with this impression that I could study for tests in pharmacy school the way I studied in undergrad. And I, oh my gosh, I was so wrong. Coming into pharmacy school, I was like, I have my study methods down pat. I have successfully mastered the best way to study for my tests. And if it worked well for me in undergrad, why wouldn't it work for me in pharmacy school? But It was kind of a rude awakening, just the amount of information you're expected to know for tests in pharmacy school sometimes feels insurmountable, just because everything that comes out of professors' mouths is important. So in my undergrad degree, I had, I would like take the time to make these nice handwritten study guides for every test and handwrite out everything I knew or needed to know in this like perfect, neat handwriting. And while this method may work for pharmacy school, for for some pharmacy students, I found out that this method took way too much time for me is just like the information load was just too much to kind of do what I had been doing in undergrad. And especially I think in undergrad, a lot of the classes you took you could get by with fact memorization where that wasn't the case or is not the case in pharmacy school as many of our questions are like case-based. So it was just looking at how I currently studied and being like, I need to change this or I am not going to do well. Yeah. 
What's been, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of little ways, right, that you approach that and change, but what was one of the biggest ways that you sort of changed your approach then? Active listening during lectures, I feel that being present in class gives you the opportunity to ask questions as you think of them, but also I would download the lectures prior to class and kind of flip through them just to see what we were talking about. And that also gave me the opportunity for classes if it tied in information from a previous course to look at that and kind of jot down any notes I had that could be relevant for that lecture if they did bring up something that was related. But also looking at your notes every night definitely helped too, just because I think in undergrad we I shouldn't speak for everyone, but myself, I got so used to just cramming before exams because it was something you could do. Right. And that's not something you can do in pharmacy school. So I think it just helps too. you save so much time just looking at your notes for a little bit every night. Or if you learn something in class, looking at those notes later that night, just because you have that repeated exposure to the, all, all the information. Right. And I have to ask if you ever, um, watched recorded lectures what speed did you watch them on I usually speed them up to depending on the professor between 1.25 and 1.5 yeah I always hear that from the (laughs) students I always have to ask like what's your speed (laughs) yeah some professors just naturally talk fast so it gets a little jumbled if you speed it up too much but for the most part um 1.5 sure wow (laughs) that's still impressive Um, sometimes when I'm listening to a podcast, I'll accidentally hit a button that will speed it up, um, to 1.5, for example. And I notice right away and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, and I go back and switch it. And I always think of the students at that time, like this is just the norm for them. Right. Um, is there anything that you would do differently looking back 2020 hindsight? Sure. Um, I think I would have a plan in place for relaxation. So I know, like, as a student wellness advocate, we're always advocating for people's wellness and the whole, like, you got to nourish to flourish and you can't pour from an empty cup mentality. So I think for me, I was just like, oh, I know how to take care of myself. It just comes so naturally to have that self-care time. But I think I would definitely have a plan in place for relaxation, like making a point to create time for myself or even putting in my planner, like scheduling in the calendar, self-care time, Um, just giving me the opportunity to spend time with family or friends or catch up with people or just read a book for my own pleasure just because there were times that I definitely noticed that my productivity was a little bit lacking and it just stemmed from the fact that I wasn't taking care of myself. Yeah. I actually love this point because especially just following up with the study strategies conversation, because I'm just thinking when life is fast paced and challenging and hectic, I think we need to be just as intentional about our self care and our downtime and having, you know, experiencing joy and fun as we do with like, how we study, you know, and how we're productive. Oh, absolutely. Because I think we just, it's so easy to get in this mindset where you don't view yourself as a priority, especially if you have, say, like an exam the next day. You're not thinking of yourself. You're like, I need to study. I don't care if I'm up all night studying, but you don't really think of yourself in times like that. And I think that's when people start to struggle is when they don't make time for themselves to just do something that's not pharmacy related. 
Right. And as you said, most people probably aren't used to having to be as intentional about it, right? Because coming out of undergrad, obviously, you approached a lot of things differently, you probably had more free time. And so I think it's, it's a challenge for everyone to kind of find that balance. But the intentionality, I think, is so important. What's, um, what's your most fun or your best memory of this academic year? I think my best memory just has to be the white coat ceremony just for me and everyone else. It was just such a big milestone in the program. Um, But I will say that other memories that I've enjoyed were just participating at various volunteer opportunities and being able to apply the skills we learned in our courses to the community. It's just been so great to connect with people in the community, especially pharmacists or other pharmacy students at different programs and talk about our experiences. I love that. Yes. Uh, And I'm sure White Coat, I, um, because I started this role since COVID, I've only really gotten to watch White Coat Ceremony virtually, but it's always like, oh, such a happy moment. I can like feel it even through a computer screen, you know? (laughs) Right. It's just, it's great. Cause I mean, we do our white coat ceremony right after session one. Cause we start our Ippy rotations in session two, but it's just such a good feeling to be like, okay, we're actually in this now. We're going to go out in the real world. We're going to be able to apply what we're learning. Like this is going to be great. Yeah. So official. So if you could send a message to those incoming pharmacy students, what would it be? I have so many, but I, <laughs> I'm sure. I I think I would tell them to keep an open mind. Uh, Just like your experience to the pharmacy world might be limited prior to school. For example, before starting pharmacy school, I only worked at a retail setting. So that was my only pharmacy experience. But pharmacy is such a large and diverse field and your interests will definitely broaden as you progress through the program and you're introduced to new opportunities, new experiences, and especially new practice sites on rotation. I'm sure that some people will be introduced to fields they didn't even know existed. So I would say definitely keep an open mind. Don't, I mean, some people know what they want to do. But that can definitely change and that's okay. But just keeping yourself open to those new ideas, you are going to be exposed to so many more things. I love that message. Keep an open mind, keep an open heart. I think that's so important because even for you, right? I mean, I think it sounds like you've done great, but there were surprises, right? I mean, there were things you just couldn't anticipate. So I think, yeah, keeping yourself open to whatever may come. Exactly. And I mean something that you're kind of iffy about if you don't end up liking it then that still helps you because then you know it's something you don't want to do and you can kind of tailor your likes and interests towards other like opportunities in the field but it's still an opportunity yeah I often find myself telling students like you're just gathering information right when they're in like maybe a clinical rotation that isn't going well or you know, something isn't going as well as expected. It's sort of like you're just gathering more information that's going to inform future decisions or like directions you want to go in, you know? Exactly. And it's like with that, you're always going to learn something, whether you like the rotation you're on or not. Just by watching how the professionals you work with interact with patients, there's always something you can take away regardless if that's what you want to do in the future. Right. 
So Katie, if students are so inspired by this conversation, want to connect with you, how can they find you or how can they reach you? Uh, feel free to send me an email. I mean, I'm always more than willing to meet in person, meet virtually, chat on the phone, text, whatever. But I okay. think going initially, it would be easiest just to get in contact via email so we can kind of discuss that from there. Yeah, perfect. I will put um, Katie's email in the show notes so people can can reach you from there. Yeah, that'd be great. So thank you so much again, Katie, for being here. I appreciate you so much sharing your experience this past academic year and congratulations. I know we don't want to jinx it, but I'm, again, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're, you're safe. You're like, you're, you've done it basically. So well, congr- thank congratulations you. on finishing this first year. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for having me. This was a, such a fun little chat we had and just being able to discuss and reflect on the previous year. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well. Mm-hmm.